0: during the episode i literally was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and i was watching this shit at like seven
1: o'clock in the morning screaming like yeah no especially at the end i was like oh my god it's happening it's happening it's happening it's happening it's happening it's happening it
0: is (laughs) and we're gonna jump right into it welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Cued up where we watch and review our favorite shows this season is slowly coming to a close as we are about to say goodbye to insecure season five we are on episode nine we got one more episode left right after Christmas how are they gonna do this to us right after Christmas
1: I right, about to break my heart I know some. i know my heart's about to be broken we gonna get i already know i already feel it i you already think do so? what's gonna happen. I do i I we Jade we gonna. we gonna get there we gonna get there
0: Right before we, I press record on this, I told Holly that she literally calls everything that happens in the next episode.
1: <laughs> Which is why I don't want to say my theory out loud, but yeah, I think there's a direction we're going to go and I just I don't know about it.
0: Well, we're going to talk about it. So yep. I'm your host. I, 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 why do I always forget to introduce us? <laughs> I am your host, Jade Raven, and the beautiful voice that you hear opposite of me is Holly
1: Lewis. Hello, everyone. Great episode. I'll just start. I'm gonna start with that. The great, yes. great episode.
0: Girl, I was t- again, I was sending this to her offline. I was watching this at seven o'clock in the morning screaming.
1: Like I couldn't believe it. I probably, and it's so funny because I tweeted that i held my breath the last two minutes of the episode and like because like I was like I can't believe this is happening um and like I got like 54 likes like people were just like bruh I could not breathe um the entire episode was secondhand embarrassment but like in a good way because it was just so cringy like you're (laughs) watching it and you're just like all of these people are in the same place and they're saying things uh it was a great, it was everything I needed. Everything it was,
0: needed. it was beautifully done. Like it literally what? caught us up to where exactly we needed to be in one episode.
1: It did. It really did. So good.
0: It was this episode called out. Okay. Which I, I'm trying to figure out why it's called out, but whatever. Um, Was written and directed by Prince Penny, who is the showrunner for Insecure. Mm-hmm. He also made a guest appearance as one of the waiters. Sure did. I thought that was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um. So real quick, because for those who don't know what a showrunner is, you might be listening to this and be like, what's a showrunner? This is from Miss um, Shonda Rhimes herself. <laughs> Basically, a showrunner is somebody who keeps a show running. They keep television shows running. Um. A showrunner is the leading producer of a television series. It's a person who has overall creative authority and management responsibility for an entire television series. So that man is the head honcho of Insecure. Yeah. Out next to Issa, of course. Yeah. So um, I, he, what I mean, he did such a good job. Ooh, he did such a good job. All right, so we're going to... Jump right into it because we have a lot to talk about. Twitter was yeah. ablaze on
1: Sunday. It was.
0: Um. So we're gonna open up the first scene. I don't know if you noticed, Holly, but the Nipsey Hussle mural. I thought that was really nice.
1: Yes. And I think a song. His song was playing. Really. I don't remember. I could be wrong. I might be lying about that.
0: Okay. But it, I thought it was nice to. They always do shots of L. A. Mm -hmm. In the very beginning, and I've never been to LA, so like it looks nice.
1: It does. I've only passed through, I still haven't like experienced LA.
0: One day, one day I'll head out to the West Coast.
1: Right.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so scene one, we're opening up with Issa and Nathan, apparently apartment hunting. I'm not gonna lie, at first, I'm like, are they buying a house? Right. Because I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) they got the realtor there. I'm like, it looks like pretty serious. Now, I honestly thought I didn't think that they were going to buy an apartment together. I assumed that he was going to like move in with her.
1: I mean, yes, that is what I initially thought. But I guess it makes sense because if she's accepting this new offer, she doesn't have to live in that apartment anymore because she was only really living in that apartment because she was getting good rent for being the, apartment manager or whatever right. her title was. So I guess it makes sense to move out of that space. Maybe her like visions that she had last episode kind of prompted her to be like even if I do end up taking the crunch on deal, I don't want to stay in the same space. So maybe right. that pushed her to, but I thought so too. I thought he was just going to move in to the same apartment.
0: Yep. What I like about this though is that it says something bigger like you I think what you said about her vision is showed that she can if she would whichever road she chooses because what I got out of this is that she still hasn't chosen where she was going to go
1: yeah because she and that's what she said when they were walking through yep the apartment she did say that where she was like I can take a quick uh train ride or bus ride to the MBW offices or I could walk to Crenshaw and like she definitely has not made a choice yet for sure
0: Right. But it does seem to be the perfect location, because also he
1: the barbershop
0: is not too far. Right. So whatever decision that they make, this seems to be the good place. But I honestly think that moving in instead of like finding a place together rather than somebody moving in to me is more of a commitment.
1: Yes. Um, And I also like that better. And I've learned that on Married at First Sight. Um, It's a lot better to kind of get a neutral space where you both haven't lived. Um, So it doesn't feel like I'm living with you or you're living with me or I'm in your space. Right. Um, It is a lot, I think it's healthier to do it that way. Um, But I agree. I agree with you.
0: Yeah. And so they're really making this move. I like how she says that they want to keep the two bedrooms. He, she's like, you're going to want to keep the two bedrooms because we're going to need a cool off room if we're beefing. And I'm like, that's smart. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So they're walking and they notice that they have a half bathroom in the apartment. And Issa tells Nathan that he can do whatever he wants to the bathroom. And of course, he's like, well, not all, I don't, not all men are like that. You know what I mean?
1: and he said how many i don't know what man you've been living with she was like Ooh.
0: and then she's trying to play it off like she was talking about her brother Amal. i'm like no girl no
1: sis but the funny thing is now that you're saying this i obviously i thought about lawrence but i forgot she also lived with daniel <gasps> oh yeah that's right girl i forgot about that yeah so like when he, was, when he said that, my initial thought was like, ooh, we're alluding to Lawrence, get yes. it. But like, she did also live with Daniel for a little bit, so. Hmm. She's lived with a few guys. Yeah, <laughs> she sure has.
0: Mm-mm. So do you think Nathan felt that? Like, her expression changed, and did you like think that he fell for that when she was like, oh no, you know my brother Amal, you know?
1: No, because I f- I think that he was also thinking about Lawrence. Like, I think that that was like a, not a jab, but it was like a slight, like passive aggressive way. Like, I don't know what guys you've been living with. Like, I know you've lived with guys. Yes. I think that was his way of saying like, all right, we know you live with guys, but like, not all guys are like that. Not all guys are going to need a cool down room. or Not all guys are going to need a separate bathroom to shave. Yeah, and, you know, I think that would be nice regardless. I think that space oh, is no. nice.
0: Yes, I have brothers,
1: right? Women and men
0: should have their own bathrooms.
1: Oh, gosh. Like, (laughs)
0: like, if I get married and I have like a big enough house, no, sir, you will.
1: Even if we can't have own bathrooms, you're going to have your own sink. Oh, no, no, no. I, that is a non-negotiable. I need a his or his and her sink. Like, yes, I am very particular when it comes to the bathroom. I'm very particular when it comes to the bathroom. I just, I thought this was a normal thing, but like, I hate seeing like hair yep. in the sink. Like, I hate seeing wet hair. I hate um like toothpaste on the side of the sink bowl. Like, I just hate a dirty anything like dirty in the bathroom or in the bathtub or anything like that i'm gonna have to deal with the bathtub like we can share you know the shower all that stuff like that but like when it comes to the sink certain people are just not conscious of keeping a sink clean and i for sure i for sure need a his and her sink because that that disgusts the i just it's so disgusting to me as much as i love you it's disgusting
0: no i I agree and side note when I go on vacation with people, I'm very mindful of how I use the yes. bathroom.
1: I am too. Yes. I also would rather like take the shower, like use the bathroom first, but I also don't want to be that person um, because that's not fair all the time. But I, I, I really gross I just, the bathroom just can gross me out in so many ways. And I hate taking showers after people. Cause like yeah. not everybody thinks like that. So not everybody's conscious, not everybody's keeps it clean their clean is not my clean so like I don't think it's fair for me to be like this is disgusting but like for me it, it skews me out Ugh.
0: girl we would be in trouble if we went on vacation together because like you I am the first when I'm telling you I will get up extra early just <laughs> to shower and use the bathroom before everybody I, like on every vacation I've ever been to with friends I will be up at like the crack of dawn even if I take a shower and then go back to bed, I, I am up at the crack of dawn taking a shower, brushing my teeth, <laughs> everything. Like this, I'm not taking a shower after after nobody.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've taken trips with like people where it's like I I you can I can't always be that person. So I right. really try to be a little bit more considerate when it comes to it. But like I've never. I've been on one trip with like a guy and like, he was, he's very clean. So like, that was not hard, but like, I feel like not all guys are like that. And I just, I don't know what I'm going to do.
0: And
1: Not all ooh. girls are like that. Let's not just, let me not front. Some well, yes. women are like nasty too. Yes. And that is, those are the ones that, you know, you can't take the shower after all this stuff like that or just wait until the hotel, come and clean the bathroom. But <laughs> um, I just, I think of it more of like, cause I think taking like trips with your significant other is a big deal. So I always try to think Absolutely. ahead of it. whoever I'm dealing with. I really hope that they are clean when it comes to the bathroom and things like that. Cause I got lucky in the past, but I don't know. <laughs> well, let's hope you
0: stay lucky, girl.
1: I hope so. I hope so
0: well, we don't know what's going to happen with 2022 with this whole COVID thing, but anyway. Right. (laughs) Right as they're saying it's the perfect place and Nathan asked for the application that damn realtor was like, I just rented this out to somebody five minutes ago, but I didn't want to say anything because you guys look so happy and they went the fuck off.
1: But I will say, I think that that was uh not a sign but i think that that happens for a reason Yep, yeah, i put that right in my notes i'm like that was a blessing in disguise yes i 100 percent feel like that that was like that left the door open for the what happened in the rest of the episode that was god is so good yep
0: Yes, so let's let's keep going. So mm-hmm. we jump into Molly. So Molly is at her firm, and we find out that Torian may partner.
1: Yes, a success. We love a successful man. Yes, yes.
0: he is getting the bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And without a second thought, Molly like embraces him <laughs> and like they hug a little bit too long.
1: She says <laughs> she said. She said y'all get in here and give this man a hug, like trying to play it off.
0: But they already made it hot. They already made it hot. (laughs)
1: They did.
0: Especially when they awkwardly, like, like he looked at her, like the way he was looking at her, I was like, oh my God. And then like, they awkwardly like, walked opposite of each other. (laughs) I'm like, y'all for real? Yep.
1: I love it. (laughs) team Torian. Team Torian.
0: Oh, he was so we going to get into that cuz that is a man.
1: That yes. is a man. He he really is a man. I really I I I'm really a fan. Like I'm almost like I don't even want to hear about this Ethan Nathan Lawrence thing no more. Like I kind of want to focus on Molly and Torian.
0: Yes. Like I was like, okay, we get this whole bullshit with the three the love triangle. Let's focus on this grown ass relationship. Yeah, I love it. Boy, oh, I love it. Yes. So Um, Of course, the colleagues were like, they fucking right, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) So then we head over to, I think, Lawrence's apartment with Chad. He's there hanging out in the kitchen. Lawrence is kind of looking at apartments or houses or whatever on his phone. He's complaining that the ceiling is too low at one of the apartments he's looking at. And Chad makes a joke that says he's you're those you're this. What did he say he said about him? You're the he only you're person the that only, I know.
1: Yeah, that, after, that has to stop growing.
0: After 30. <laughs> <laughs> he's great comic relief. I love it when he's on the show. Yes. And he's trying to persuade him to buy a house or at least a condo. Mm-hmm. But what I like about this line, and this line, we have to read between the lines for this line. He goes, if I move again, it has to be everything I'm looking for. I do not want to settle. Mm -hmm. and I said "Mm." that 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 line was a little bit more than just about a condo Yep. so I don't know about you but Lawrence to me has been looking a hot mess
1: he just he's on the struggle bus my poor baby he is on the struggle bus um he he's going through it he's a new father he's trying to figure out life you know lost the love of his life he's now seems like he's back living with Chad is what it kind of looks like are they living together? Wasn't Chad maybe, married? Maybe I uh, I don't know, but he, I don't think he's living with Chad. But like, he just—he's the—he just. My baby's struggling. Okay, Lawrence is struggling.
0: He looked he has a shave. I'm like, boy. Okay. Yeah, he not. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> so Lawrence does not think he's gonna go to Tiffany and Derek's going away party because Issa will be there. Mm-hmm. And Chad is like, why? Right. She let you go. You ain't fight for it. Sounds like you, it sounds like y'all made peace to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, oh, okay. I love how he talks so like matter of factly.
1: And he said, I just, he just is like, ah, nigga, nigga, I don't understand. what, what, yes. what the problem is. <laughs> like, What's the problem? You didn't fight for her. So like, okay, let's just go to the party.
0: Exactly, um, and he goes. Lawrence goes. What do you mean? I ain't fight for it. And Chad goes. You know how you are. You just be letting life happen to you. So then Lawrence is trying to come up with an excuse talking about I couldn't just force her to be with me. Chad is like, if it was me, I would have not. He goes, nothing would have stopped me from getting her back. Mm-hmm. And this got Lawrence thinking. Sure did. He's coming up with a plan.
1: With a fire under his ass
0: yes but is it a little bit too late we gonna talk about that mm-hmm. so the going away party where everything happened <laughs> <laughs> so this is being held at tiffany's parents house which is stunning
1: yeah very nice house the backyard is gorgeous
0: right like that's money <sighs> One day um a slideshow is playing and they have isa with braces and then he makes a joke nathan goes well how many times did you have braces and she was like twice
1: Twice. the first time didn't stick but my doctor said that's normal and he's like no
0: (laughs) can we talk about
1: tiffany's dress in a good way like ridiculous yeah I, i didn't i didn't but I, I, also was not focusing on Tiffany. Uh, there's so much shit happening, but I, I don't, I didn't care for it. I did not care for it.
0: I was like, like, like I get Tiffany's, like, it's all about me. But I was like, she, like, for real, girl with them hips, whatever. <laughs> it looked not. I think it would have been nice if it wasn't so hippie.
1: Yeah, just a very, it was, it was very balloon. Just give me like a balloon.
0: Yeah, but Kelly looked amazing.
1: Kelly did look great isa looked amazing yeah i love that like silk slip dress um and i love that color
0: right and she looks good
1: in that yeah i like that
0: i hate nathan's outfit but it's whatever uh you guys don't like y'all y'all don't even match with the outfits i don't like you saw your man and you let him walk out the house like that you was like oh babe you look good like look at what the fuck i'm wearing and then look at what you're wearing
1: Nathan's just not a dresser. He's just there. He's just, he's relying on his light skin and light eyes. I feel like that's the light skin event effect that those people have.
0: <laughs> oh my God. So Issa reveals to the group that after being offered a toaster from Derek, um, that she and Nathan are moving in together. Yep. They okay. haven't found a place, but they're consolidating. Together, yeah. together, yeah. domestically together, <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> and everybody seems really happy for them. Mm-hmm. They seem happy. Everybody's happy. Everything's good so far. Molly walks in with Torian, looking all blissful. They're holding hands. Yes, a couple, and they they match. Did you see their outfits?
1: He did. That's what I'm saying. Grown up relationships. Okay.
0: They looked phenomenal. They complimented each other without having been too matchy matchy. Yep. I didn't even realize that none of the group has really met him, but of course, Issa. So, you know, Molly introduced him to the group. We also find out that Kelly and Molly's mom have been taking walks together. Yes. (laughs) Kelly is already friends with Issa's mom. They text. Issa's mom would not be cool if she added Issa to the group text. Mm Mm-hmm. And then in the midst of all that, we find out that Nathan gets a phone call from Art saying that he lost his keys and that he will be swinging by at some point during the party to pick up Nathan's keys. Yes. Torian is so cute. Tiffany's like, oh, you didn't have to give me a gift. (laughs) And Torian, like his goofy (laughs) ass. (laughs)
1: Uh, He made eye contact with that, with the kid. And he said, "Ah, shit.
0: Holly, you did say this last episode. You were like, why would kids be at this party?
1: You know like what I'm saying? This? Yes, for why? Like, I just uh leave them home. Why are we? This is a going away. I get it. It's a family thing. It is, it was a nice event, but I was with Torian. Like, I didn't think that kids would have been at this event. And once he saw kids were at the event, he freaked out because he brought edibles. He and did. He said, Oh, this is trash. They said, You brought trash to my party for a gift. Like
0: (laughs) (laughs) and he was so awkward. He's like, I'm gonna go find a garbage for this bullshit. And I'm
1: like, damn. (laughs) I was like, wait, what is happening? You hilarious. I'm so mad it took them this long to incorporate how funny this man is. He is hilarious. And he's, I'm so mad. I am so mad.
0: And I love how like stiff he is. Like there's something cute about his <laughs> stiffness and that he showed up to a party with edibles to not be as stiff. <laughs> you know, like I just thought it was so cute. I was like, aw.
1: Yeah, he's really funny. I'm so mad they took this long. Nine right. episodes into the fifth season and now we see how funny he is. I mean, I we knew because he was on Wild and Out. So like- He He was. His- yeah, he's a, he's like a comedian.
0: I remember them saying that on the wine down, but like yeah. I didn't know he was on Wallin out.
1: Yeah, he was like OG Wallin out. Like, what? yeah, oh, shit, I'm bugging. Yeah, so like I already knew he was funny. So when I saw him in the role of Torian when they first introduced him, however many seasons ago, I'm like, oh, this is different. Like he's being real, like asshole business type. Like never seen him like this. But the fact that they're letting him do his thing now, I'm just like, dang, it took y'all so long because he is funny. And like, I love the dynamics. Absolutely. I honestly think
0: that Molly has found her person. I think so. I love it. Because like, he didn't want to take the edibles because he saw the kids around, which I think is very responsible. But Mm -hmm. she's like, I'll take one if you take one. I'll take it with you. Right. And I love how like they literally had their own party within a party
1: they did they had fun okay
0: yes oh he's so cute and he all loosened up and starts talking about barbecue (laughs) oh he's adorable anyway so then walks in lawrence and condola Mm. together Mm. with baby elijah
1: (sighs) yeah
0: here we go (laughs) Lawrence looks around seemingly to look for Issa and he spots her alone talking to these two random people at the party Mm -hmm. and as soon as he spots her Nathan walks up with two drinks and he's like oh okay Mm -hmm. and he is not happy Lawrence and Condola notices
1: Yep.
0: so a waiter comes to offer Nathan and Issa some mac and cheese balls, which I thought was a funny scene when she bit into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wait, that's hot! She's hot. that was hot. That was so hot. Yes. Um, she's, she, she's funny. too
0: funny. Um, but when she looks up, that's when she notices Lawrence holding baby Ja as Condola gives her him the pacifier. So to Issa who still doesn't know that they're not together. Mm-hmm. They look like a happy little family. Yep. Which upset me, as, I'm, we go circle back to this because I'm like, why couldn't she just tell her that they weren't together? Anyway, Um. so Nathan looks around, spots Lawrence, and then he almost did like a double take when he saw him. Yeah. And he was like, that's him, right? And he's just mm-hmm. like, "Uh, yeah, it is. And Nathan goes, he actually came down for this? And she goes, um, he actually moved back a while, a minute ago. So, like, and they...
1: Go ahead. I was going to say that goes to your what you had said previously about how they obviously have not talked about Lawrence or, like, the past relationship. And I just think that is so weird to me. <laughs> like, right? Like, this whole thing about- could have been avoided. If you would have just talked to your man about this, because you know there was gonna be a possibility that he was gonna be there, like right. Even if you don't think he might, like there is a there is a one percent chance possibility. You could have said that to Nathan. Y'all haven't talked about Lawrence at in the least bit. Like y'all about to move in together and make all of these grown ass decisions, but y'all haven't talked about previous relationships. Right? What do you actually know about each other? Boom. Is my question. Do y'all Boom. know each other? like Mm.
0: no anyways she's been avoiding like she he we always say that Nathan is avoid like somebody who avoids things but he's been very present recently in this relationship and not that she hasn't but she's been avoiding the whole Lawrence conversation because I don't even think she's ready to face that herself yet
1: right right but if that's the case you shouldn't be moving in with somebody boom that's a big deal
0: now, to me, when she said that, oh, he moved—he actually moved back a minute ago, to me, Nathan's face was like, why do you know that? That's too. <laughs> There's like, just
1: so much.
0: Like, are you keeping tabs on him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you know this information?
1: Right. Mm,
0: but he kept it cool. You know, he didn't say anything. Um. So then Nathan says to be closer to his girl and the baby with a question mark. Right. And I. And I feel like he's saying that because he wants to question Issa because you already revealed this information that you knew he you knew he moved back. So it's almost like, right. well, what, what else do you know about this situation? And I also well, felt
1: I also, like I'm well, sorry. I was going to say, I, I also think that he was asking to are they a couple? Right. Like, is he moving closer to his girl and the baby? Like he could have just said the baby but he wanted to make sure homie is not single and a threat. Okay. Right. Cause he, he needs
0: reassurance right now.
1: He sure does, which I don't blame him, honestly. Girl, it's, it's starting to get messy.
0: <laughs> so Kelly is laughing up with some people. Tiffany and Amal are chatting it up. And this was so funny to me. So Tiffany goes, so Amal goes to Tiffany look at all these people celebrating you. And she's like, I know, right? (laughs) And he goes, you couldn't have invited more than the usual gay suspects for me. And that's when she goes, have you not met Rolando? And then he goes, I'll never forget you, bye.
1: (laughs) So quick with it
0: facts and then like five minutes later that was that was his man like
1: yeah they're they a couple they're a couple throughout the whole show they're a couple my boo my baby I was like damn <laughs> you just met him.
0: oh funny he and I and I love it that he's back and I was saying to you last episode I'm like when is the brother coming back so he made an appearance last episode and then this episode so it's good yes yes so here we go for Tiffany and Derek's um, going away speech. Amal is already calling Rondo my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany goes to Kelly, her ride, calls her her little, literal ride or die. Like you would literally die for me. And Kelly's like, I would kill for you too. And Derek. And I Derek. would kill Derek.
1: I would kill Derek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like Derek doesn't even flinch because he already knows their type of relationship. And he's like, yeah, she she probably would kill me. Right. (laughs) And then he talks about the Papa Posse and Derek starts calling out names. And this is actually the first time that Issa and Lawrence make eye contact since they've broken up. He kind of looks at her way. She looks at his way. And it's the first time they make eye contact. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yep. And then Tiffany goes, Issa, I love you, girl. There is no one else like you in my life. <laughs> She's like, thank you. She's like, "Um, all right. Was that a compliment or an insult? Like, right. I don't understand. <laughs> right. And then Chad was a little ass kid talking about doing me, to
1: me. <laughs> too cute. And then Droz shows up. And she said, and Drew. And Molly said, Dro. <laughs> and she was like, oh, shoot. Did you hear that to Issa? And Issa's like, girl, everybody heard that.
0: <laughs> what? I was, I mean, you called it. You called it. You said Dro was going to make an appearance. And he did.
1: My baby back. My baby. Well, he was only back for the, like couple seconds, but it's okay. Cause he looked fine and tall and just so good. And Hmm. Mm.
0: Yes, and he was out here, part of the little, throwing little shade over at Nathan, which we're about to get into
1: right now. Love that. Love that for tall niggas reunite, okay? Like, <laughs> love that for Drone and Lawrence. Oh my goodness. So
0: here is the indirect fight over Issa.
1: Let's get into
0: it. Tiffany steals the girls away from their men and Derek and the boys huddle up, you know, to have some guy time. Chad is 100% in his feelings because he did not get a shout out during this speech. <laughs> he says 100% ew. <laughs> like it's cold. Like what's, like, Lawrence is like, get out your feelings. Talk to the man.
1: Right. right.
0: Anyway, so the guys huddle up and Joe and Drew and Nathan are included. And I also like to see that Amal was with the boys. Like he didn't go with the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lawrence asks Derek, what are you going to miss about LA the most? So Derek's like the food, Mexican, barbecue, sushi. Right. So Torian's high ass says barbecue sounds so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like when the dick swinging contest started happening. Mm-hmm. And the hold for Issa begins between Lawrence and Nathan. They start getting petty over barbecue.
1: It was a very, it was very, very indirectly. So I was like, we're not talking about barbecue no more, huh? (laughs) No. Now, who do you
0: think is to blame for this? Lawrence or Nathan?
1: I think, oh, so... I think initially the conversation about barbecue was fine, but there was a pause where I can't remember who, if it was Nathan or or Lawrence, that picked it back up, where they were just like, nah, like, I think it was Lawrence, or he was just like, yeah, the conversation could have been deaded, but Lawrence decided, you know what? I'm gonna prove that my dick is bigger and I'm gonna keep going with this. Um, and that was unnecessary. He did not have to do that. He could have just kept it because that once he picked it up, it was clearly not about barbecue anymore. Like even what they were saying could have been misconstrued talking about, well, you know once they once they have food over here, they don't want to leave. Like obviously the barbecue in Houston isn't good enough to make you stay.
0: Right. Like it was Whoa. unnecessary. Whoa.
1: <laughs> okay, Lauren, save your chest, baby. Save your chest up here. I love, I loved it. I really did. I loved it.
0: I was like, because I felt Nathan was literally like talking about barbecue, and he, was. he is, and he is from Houston, so I give him that. Like, yes, I would assume that Houston probably has better barbecue than LA. I mean, I don't uh, know.
1: I, a hundred percent, like that's to me, like, that's not even like a, a thing I can, I would say, and honestly, I don't even know if I would say that because I've heard that Houston has some really great food, but I would say that maybe LA has a better, like a wider variety of food just because mm-hmm. it's LA. Um, just like New York has a wider variety of food. I Houston, I don't know. I've heard Houston has a good variety. I've heard their food is bomb, but you can't argue that LA has better barbecue than, than Houston. Like that's, that is the dumbest, even, I don't care how much you from LA, you rep LA, stuff like that. And granted, we've never been to LA. We've never had LA barbecue, right? You going to tell me that LA barbecue is better than Texas, right? Like, come on
0: exactly and then of course these LA people get all offended like what the fuck and then Joe had the nerve to say if you a transplant
1: just say Ooh. that
0: like excuse me <laughs> excuse
1: me listen y'all and in your get your feelings
0: it. right now over barbecue from LA like for
1: real and I get it because like when people are from a certain like when I was in and at Hampton you repped your, where you from, you repped it hard. Okay. You from Jersey, you are from Jersey and like North Jersey, South Jersey, you rep it hard. So like, I get it, especially the people that were from LA. Oh my God. Like they threw up the West West. They would throw that up like every second that they could. I understand. But like, you really think that your barbecue is better than Houston barbecue? Like that's, (laughs) come on i would rather them have argued who has better mexican food right i would have that would have been a better argument for me just because like texas and la i feel like y'all the competition i mean that's
0: true because texas is right close to mexico and so is california they hit that border
1: exactly i would have rather that argument than some goddamn barbecue because i just i i'm not a believer that la has better barbecue than houston
0: Agreed girl. So like, this is a, pe- this starts Gampetti, right? Mm-hmm. And I did see the wind down and they did talk about this moment between Lawrence and Nathan mm-hmm. and Nate. I forgot the actor's name who plays Nathan. He was the guest on the Hendrick. wind down Hendrick. Yes. And he was saying how, because of his, bipolar or like his mental state. He always, Nathan always feels like he has to one up in order Mm. to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because he, his mental illness could be taken as a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. So like, Mm -hmm. I just, I was just like, I get Lawrence is upset. You're with my girl, but he was out here giving like low blows to him over some fucking barbecue yeah, you know, and then Amal is drinking this all up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was loving it. That's why he's like, I'm gonna be with the boys. The boys are gonna be messier. I'm gonna be with the boys.
0: Yes, like he could talk. Like he was reading the room. <laughs> Unlike Chad, who was just, oh no, that no no that's true. Oh yeah, wait well, you know well that's true too. Like come on, mom. Like you clearly not paying attention. What the fuck is going on here? Right. Even Chad, even um, what's his name? Torin was like why did it get so tense all of a sudden
1: he's like it's super tense i'm just trying to order barbecue he's like i'm trying to order barbecue over here like
0: he's like postmates (laughs) (laughs) so he upgraded to priority shipping or some shit changed Mm -hmm. his life i'm like oh my god boy Anyway, so the last dig comes from Nathan, because I think he was trying to be cordial up until that point where he was like, I guess the barbecue wasn't good enough for you to stay there. Hmm. And so Amal was like, you know, my boo, hilarious, (laughs) would think I would look cute with a Caesar.
1: What are you doing? How did y'all have this conversation? Is really my question. When did y'all have the time to talk about your hair? You just met five minutes ago.
0: For real. And that's already your boo and your baby. (laughs) Anyway, so he was like, Oh, and I think this is why the episode is called Out because neither goes, Oh, I'm out. And looks directly at Lawrence and said, Issa and I are still looking at apartments. And boom, with the low blow. And Amal just looks up at Lawrence and takes a sip of his drink. I was like, ah!
1: <laughs> you was fighting over like,
0: your sister! You, like, over your sister!
1: Right, he's probably like, what, what What do you have to say next, Lawrence? What are you gonna say to that? Say <laughs> okay, checkmate. Checkmate, bitch, is what uh, Nathan said.
0: And then we end with a little bit of comic relief where Chad was like, you like briefcases? And then Derek was like, you know, you and me are friends outside of Lawrence, right?
1: Like we're gonna so keep in was, touch. But what the 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 smile that Chad gave him was like so cute. He was like, oh, okay, good. I was nervous. Yeah,
0: it was cute. Like a, again, a little ass kid. Right. So then we go into the kitchen where the ladies are all hanging out. Hmm. Tiffany says she might be leaving on Sunday, but like, but Tiffany will be back for Molly's birthday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Issa suggests that the the least they can do is meet up for each other's birthday. So that's what they're going to do. Right. Which is good. Right. I think that's good. I, you know, and like Kelly said, we're busy as bitches, but that's the least they can do, which is true. Like what I like about adulting in a way is that like we're all busy and we all recognize that. But like we're all still friends at the end of the day. Right. Right. I might not see you for a couple weeks, maybe even for a few months, but that doesn't diminish how I feel about you. That doesn't, you know, have anything to do with our friendship. We're just busy and doing our things. Right. So Molly is high as hell and has like this, a dying laughing fit. She does.
1: And like, everybody's like, girl, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) But like, who, I think it was Kelly, was, like, laughing with her for a little bit. Like, they were not catching on. They were like, she's just laughing. <laughs> right. Like, why is she laughing so damn hard? Then when she said, like, y'all, I am so high, they're like, there it is. That right.
0: <laughs> After Kelly slapped the shit out of her. <laughs> what did she say? I, I have, hold on. So Molly says... That she and Toria took edibles earlier and that they are kicking in like a soccer game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That type of high sounds intense. If you're with the right person, yes. But like, it sounds intense.
0: Yeah, she was with her right person. So like, she was good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Kelly was like, if you and I are going to be working together, you're going to need to tell me when you do drugs so we could do them together. and then dun 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 condola slowly walks inside to get a bottle from the fridge and everybody's like uh-huh. Ah. they're like hey oh damn <laughs> so she goes you know I just came in to get a bottle from the fridge and Issa's like yeah babies do be needing bottles I was like girl
1: she just can't help herself
0: no! So, the ladies kind of excuse themselves and kind of leaves Condola and Issa to themselves and they have a little chat. It was a little bit awkward.
1: It was a lot a bit awkward.
0: I feel like it was more awkward for Issa than Condola. I She's,
1: she's very good at staying very cool, calm, and collected but she just is probably the type like Isa is awkward, she's going to be in her awkwardness, she cannot help being awkward. Um whereas like Candola once we saw last season, once things gets awkward, she kind of just doesn't do it. Like mm-hmm. there's some people that can just be in awkward situations cuz like that's life and you can't yeah. avoid it all the time. And then there's some people that will do everything in their power to completely avoid that situation. And I think Candola is that person because I don't feel like they would have had really a conversation if isa didn't wasn't awkward and like just said shit just to say shit you know right because
0: it was Isa that started the conversation
1: yes like, hey
0: your baby looks beautiful
1: like you know he's so cute yeah he- and i just think condole is the type of person who's just will avoid shit for as long as she can um because honestly i feel like oh, shit you date my ex you got pregnant by my ex we was cool um, I feel like a conversation maybe could have been already had, you know.
0: The, girl, this is the thing. So Condola still carries herself, in my opinion, as if she's done something wrong. Right. Like during that whole conversation, she was almost like on the defense a little bit, in my opinion, of how like she was. She tried to seem like open to the conversation, but she also felt. I, I, in my opinion she also was like on the defense her whole body language towards Issa, how she carries herself is like this whole guilty thing and i'm like why are you guilty like why do you carry yourself like that yeah if you really felt that guilty shouldn't you have done something prior to all this shit happening while you were pregnant maybe you should have had a conversation with Issa, like something like you just, act like, I, I think she, act, she, in my opinion, she acts like she stole Lawrence away from her and like, and that's how she carries herself.
1: Which I mean, she, in the, in some way, shape or form, she kind of did because if it wasn't for her, who's to say, I mean, they most likely would be together, but, um, I think she carries herself like that because she doesn't like awkward situations. Mm-hmm. So I think that, yeah, she's kind of coming off kind of guilty, but I think her defense mode is kind of like, I don't really want to be around this because I don't want it to turn into something weird. Mm-hmm. Um, because she seems just very like when we were introduced to her, she was the person that Issa seemed like she wanted to embody. Like she had it all together, she was doing events, right? Um, you know, gorgeous, all this stuff like that. And Issa wasn't quite there yet. So I just imagine somebody like that. Cause she reminds me of a former friend that I had that she would avoid awkward conversations or awkward things, awkward situations. If you're in this, in a space with somebody you don't like, she won't be in that space. with Somebody, you can't just be cordial with them. She right. just will not do that. And that just seems like kind of what Condola does or is, mm-hmm. whereas like Issa, she's an awkward ass bitch. So like, it's no matter what, she's like, I'm just going to be in this, in this weirdness. But I felt like that conversation, you are, this baby is months old. Like, I just feel like once you, I don't know, I just, I don't feel like their, their friendship had to fizzle. And I feel like their friendship fizzled because no type of conversation was had, especially when she decided to disappear. Right. Um, when her and Lawrence decided not to be together she just decided to ghost Issa. like i just think that that was the weirdest response ever because like yeah and
0: and i and i don't know why she just didn't tell her that you know lawrence and i aren't together right right like why couldn't she just say
1: that because it's not like her and lawrence weren't together because Lawrence is like I'm in love with Issa I want to be with Issa that's that that I can understand her being like well I don't really want to talk to Issa because like you're kind of taking away somebody they kind of seem like they came to like a conclusion where it's you might want different things and I want different things type of thing or like well didn't they break up and then she found out she was pregnant they broke up and she found she was pregnant but I'm trying to think about why they broke up I think they might have broken up because of Issa actually so that could be why she didn't talk to her. Mm. Well, l-
0: listeners let us know. Let us know.
1: Yeah. Cuz but- then
0: this then that, then what you just said, then makes sense to why she walks around feeling like guilty or on the defense or like
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think about what was the initial conversation. I know they had a weird conversation when he came over for Thanksgiving. With and the friends
0: and everything like
1: that. Yeah, with the friends and basically, he she was saying how she didn't she didn't think she wanted to get married again, um and all that stuff like that. But I don't think they broke up because of Isa. I just think that they just had differences. But if they did break up because of Isa, then it would make sense as to why she decided to be like, you know that we, they don't like we're not talking anymore. I can't remember though. Dang. Yeah
0: right yeah and I I just don't understand why she in that moment she could have just she could have put Issa's mind at ease she could have diffused the entire situation by saying you know we're not together right like right but no so anyway so she leaves and Molly goes that shit was weird (laughs) (laughs) and it was weird but you know it is what it is very weird so we cut to um, Drew at the bar. Mm-hmm. And Molly just happens to just bump into him. Right. She's so high high. high. high as hell. Yes. And can we please talk about being grown in grown relationships? Can we please, because this was probably like the most grown up response to somebody telling you about their ex that like I've probably ever heard. So I Molly... Yep, Molly runs into Drew at the bar. And I did tell you this. I did say that when he called her uh, during the girls' night, I'm like, he's probably calling her because maybe he got a divorce. Yeah. And he did get it. He's getting a divorce from his wife. Yeah. And they did say in the wind down that, you know, it was good that Drew showed up to kind of put a test to her relationship with Torian. Mm-hmm. Um, and that this conversation needed to happen between the two of them because they did grow up together and they were really close. Right. And that, you know, he tried to reach out and I think he also alluded to the fact that he wanted to check in with her, you know, the mom. He probably heard about the mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he goes, you know, she goes, you know, that girl that you brought, she looks really nice. And he goes, you know, that guy that you brought looks really nice. And she goes, oh, who, him? <laughs>
1: no <laughs> that was so funny to me because she the whole conversation was very 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 casual on her part because she's so goddamn high but when he because you could tell he's a little uncomfortable but when he yeah. was like oh yeah like the guy you brought was really nice and she's like oh yeah him and just turns around and he's just Tori is just standing there just standing there not even like standing, that she's just standing there like what <laughs>
0: And in a, in a high, just, I don't even want to call it a rant, but in a high rundown, she pretty much talked about their whole relationship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was like, whoa, Molly, like, chill out. And he's like, okay. Yeah, he was, he's like, oh, okay, cool. And Joe feels uncomfortable, walks away. He's like, I'm just going to go bring these drinks because this is all right. And Molly's like, I ex- did I explain that correctly he's like I think you explained that perfectly fine like the whole conversation was just so <laughs> casually high yes. but I just it was also very grown because even if they weren't high I feel like the conversation would have still been the same pretty much the same yeah I love that I love that
0: and he's like we all have a past and I'm like see boom he love respects it. that she had a past we all have exes you know what I'm saying? And she said that he and I are cool now. Like, there's no beef between her and Drew. She's like, you know, this is what happened, but now we're cool. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that he used to sell Adderall to half of his senior class. <laughs> I Which, love that. I'm like, okay, Torian, you got a little rebel streak. First the edibles. Now you're out here selling
1: Adderall. I'm done. I am done.
0: Huh? I love how stiff he is, but like, He's stiffy and goofy, and I love that whole combination. Yeah, he's too cute. And His mm-hmm. smile is so nice and genuine. Oh, I'm be, I'm we'll upset because get, we'll be Torian. Got... getting the looks. Yes, yes! You that's know. so funny. Mm, go ahead. <laughs> so we catch up again with Issa. Issa finds Nathan at the dessert table, and she gives him a kiss. She's all happy. She got the chocolate fountain, the macaroons, but Nathan is not happy. Something is clearly wrong. We know what's wrong. She has no idea what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I felt like if Arik didn't call, then maybe the conversation would have been open, but
1: like he was saved by the phone call, by the phone. Yeah, I don't i i don't i don't we know how nathan is a communication i don't think he would have i don't think it would have been any different i feel like he would have just kind of been a little shut down um and ether's east is not one to pry him so i just think it would have been like a now i'm I'm cool like i'm chilling
0: yeah but i applaud him because i think he also recognized that this is not the time or the place to talk about this yeah yeah so um He meets Nathan, meets Ark outside, and you know, explains to him the situation that the ex is out there, he's on some slick shit. And I love how Ark was down for the
1: get down. He said he saw he he also slick shit talk about barbecue. Ark said, uh, when you say we catch you can catch another type of fade, yeah, he's like, I don't know what you that means, but. (laughs) <laughs> he was like, you love them barbershop puns, boy. Like,
0: I love it. And he was riding for him. He was like, listen, you can't let people talk to you
1: like that, pretty much. But my whole thing is, is like, he was ready on full mode, like about to attack when Nathan literally was like, he was trying to say some slick shit about some barbecue. Like any other friend would have been like, what do you mean he was being slick about barbecue? Like, why are you upset about that? But like... Nah, nah, you can't let people talk to you like that. Like, barbecue? Like, why, why are you Why are you going so hard, All right. <laughs> he was down. He was down. But Nathan was like, nah, he's just
0: going to be cordial. So I'm like, okay, Nathan. I think he was being cordial up until a certain point, but I think he was doing his best to try to keep it low. It was. So then we're going to get to Molly and Torin, which was a very cute and vulnerable scene. Mm-hmm. They are ravenous right like ravenous and i've been i don't know about you but i've been in a situation where you high and you're like bro i can eat the whole kitchen
1: i'm weak and they did (laughs) they basically did
0: they literally went ham on the hors (laughs) d'oeuvres and they like i mean i mean that was i mean i would never do something like that but they didn't give a fuck they went in that Pantry where the waiters was at and just went crazy. That that's how I know she found her match because who else is gonna do something like that with you,
1: right? Who else? Very true.
0: So the waiters coming back and they run into the pantry closet, and this is when Molly gets like really vulnerable. So she is worried about how much fun she's having with them and I think we I don't know about you, our listeners but I guess we could all can attest to like something being so good. You like start questioning it. Like, wait a minute. Why is this so good? So easy. Like something has to happen. Like something bad has to happen. Right. And she admits that like, you know, when this starts happening, you know, guys kind of like stop. What did she say? Guys get tired of her. Yes. And the fact that it feels so easy and natural, the two of them, that it scares her. It would scare me. Great. And, you know, this is when people kind of like self-sabotage relationships. Right. You know, so I'm like, oh, Molly, we don't need no more self-sabotage. This is a good man. Right. (laughs) And Torian was so sweet. And he made a little joke. He's like, well, it was opposite for me because I hated you at first. (laughs) But then he goes, you know, I'm now really starting to like you. And he goes, I am not going to get tired of you, Molly. And he looked at mm-hmm. dead in her eyes when he said that.
1: <sighs> Girl, I'm, I'm here for th- I'm just here for them. I love it. Isn't
0: oh, my heart melted? I said, oh, my God. I would have been like in love with him as soon as he said that. Like, oh, so cute. Yes. And that would have been and I would have been happy and scared at the same time. Like. Oh, this is real. Like, this is real, real. Yeah. And they kiss and they fuck in the pantry. Yes, they do. So now we get to the scene that got me, you, and Twitter going absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of screaming moments. Dro was one screaming moment. Them going at it over barbecue was another screaming moment for me. Mm-hmm. Now, this. Got me going crazy. So, let's break it down. Issa is taking out the trash. And Lawrence pops out of nowhere and literally scares the shit out of Issa.
1: She screamed.
0: But like, has that ever happened to you? Where, like, you just seemingly doing something. Somebody just pops up and you're like.
1: Yes, but the way that she screamed, like, I just was weak.
0: I, I don't think she expected to see him right or talk to him the whole party i don't think so either and lawrence goes can we talk for a minute and he just literally jumped right into it didn't even hesitate he goes why did you call me last month and i was like oh
1: here we go here we go (laughs) the nitty-gritty
0: let's get down to it he's not playing games he was on a mission Mm -hmm. he go and she goes that was a mistake And he was like, what did he say? Oh, she goes, that was a mistake. He's and he's like, so it was a mistake to call me. And she's like, no, I meant to. I just meant I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have called you. Right, right. Well, that's true. That's true. I think she shouldn't have called him, but, you know, and this is when I feel like he starts pleading. Like now he starts pleading his case. And he was doing it
1: just like Dwayne yes. did for Whitley. Yes. I was like, ah, oh, this is exactly what I asked for. Please, baby,
0: please. Yes. So he goes, okay, because when you ended things, I understood. I had a son on the way. I was moving. Things are different now. I'm different now.
1: I'm like,
0: oh, I, was, I was
1: in my bed like What
0: What are we saying? What are we saying? He goes, I would have, I would hate to leave here right now knowing that I didn't say something that I should have said. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't fight harder for you. And I'm like, oh, he's laying it all out. He's laying it all out. Mm -hmm. And this is when Issa goes, I don't think fighting would have mattered. Right. Oh, shit. She's shutting it down. And he goes, tonight, I just have to tell you how I feel. And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and she's like, here? I can't do this with you right now. And in my mind, I'm like, she's kind of right.
1: Yeah, this is not the time, sir. This is not the time nor the place. Not and with- then,
0: Right. And then in my mind, I'm like, well, like, why didn't it- okay Okay, let me finish this before I get into it. Because I'm like. <laughs> Oh, Lawrence, you—you, I think you a little bit too late, but we'll see. And then he goes to all right. He goes this way. He said, "Okay, are you happy? Yes or no?" And she was like, "What?" And I'm like,
1: "Girl," but she didn't answer the question. She did not say yes. I'm happy. She, She, all she kept saying was, "What? Why are you asking me this?" Right. But I also don't think he gave her a chance to answer. The first thing, if if somebody, I'm, are you happy? Yes, I'm happy. Why are you saying what for?
0: Well, okay. Let's, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. He's throwing a lot at her right now.
1: Yes. And she literally
0: <laughs> just said, I can't do this with you right now. And then he goes, okay, but are you happy? And she's like, what? Like, I get in her mind, I get both ways. I get her being like, bro, I literally just so I can't do it with you. And then now you're asking me this, like, what? Like, what? But I also get her um, being deflective by saying what and not answering no, yeah. it either.
1: I feel like if she wanted to shut it down, if she really wanted to shut it down, if she really was like, I can't do this and I'm not going to do this with you right now, Her saying, I cannot do this right now. Him saying, are you happy? Yes, I'm happy. And I cannot do this right now. This is not the time or the place. She not answering. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But continue because I still have hope for this anyways. But continue. Yes.
0: So like, I agree with you 100%. I also feel like if we play it back, when she said what, he also didn't give her a chance to really say anything because then he jumped right into because I realized that I'm not happy when I'm not with you. Yes, 100%. And then he goes, because I love you, Issa. And then as soon as he said that, she looked like she was going to respond. Right. Like she gasped. Like, how do you say it? not gasp? But like she opened her mouth to say something. And
1: then
0: that's when Nathan was like, what's all this? And I'm like, oh, she was about to say something.
1: I was like, oh my God. No, I literally was like, and that and that is the point when I stopped breathing. Cause I was like, in my head, I was like, where is Nathan and all this? And to find out he is right there. I was like, he heard it all. Something's about to happen. I did, I stopped breathing. I stopped breathing. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I just, oh my God. <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, he pleading. He is pleading. She kind of looked like a deer caught in headlights. Like she didn't, like, she didn't know what to do. Poor Nathan just, just saw the whole thing. And why did he wait so like? Okay, so maybe he just got there as soon as he said, I love you. But like, why did he wait so long to say something if he'd been there?
1: Well, I, I think I would, I I personally would like to know where, where is this going? I want to hear, I would want to hear before I'd be like, okay, because I think the the ending, say he was there for the entire time, I feel like the point where I would have been like, where I would have said something is when I hear the this other nigga say, I love you. Like, I would be like, all right, we got to cut this off right now. But I think I would have if I were Nathan, I would have just stayed and listened for a little bit. Like, well, I'm, gonna see, I'm gonna see where this is going. I'ma see how East is reacting. Like I'ma gonna, I'ma gonna just scope out the scene. Mm-hmm. Once you say I love you, all right, all right, brother. What what's what's all this? What, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Uh, so that that's just me. <laughs> I think that's no, how I, I <laughs> and
0: I, you know what you make a great point. So and I'm trying to figure out how I would be in that situation. And I think maybe I would have kind of I think like you would have looked kind of like scoped it out. Like, Let me see yeah. how the fuck she gonna respond to this. Right. <laughs> so as soon as he says, what's all this? She walks right over to Nathan mm-hmm. and he was she was like, oh, I was just taking out the trash. And he was like, nah, Lawrence, we were having a conversation. Bruh,
1: that was when I was like. Oh, wow like Lawrence is not playing like you no no Lawrence is not playing he wants his woman okay and she was like no and he was like no
0: we were and then that's when he was like what the fuck and then Nathan was like what the fuck you doing bro like at this point like okay so what you like what you doing now what's the point of this whole
1: shit Now you're being disrespectful. Like, yes. Getting out of hand.
0: And Lawrence tells him to calm down.
1: Mm. And
0: you don't ever tell somebody to calm down. Mm. And I felt like that calm down was like, he was trying to sun him. Like, yo, yo, calm down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I was Nathan, I would have been hot, bro. Like.
1: As he was.
0: Like you're not about to tell my girl I, I love you. And then now, now you have to know to tell me to calm down, right? Like no, no, we're not doing this. So then Nathan's like I'm calm, and then they start scuffling because what happened was Lawrence see, and this is what happened. It could have just been like an argument, like verbal, but then when Lawrence goes, why is he was like you keep stepping into my space. <laughs> And then they start shoving each other, and then boom. I've watched a lot of ninety-day fiance, right? <laughs> That's okay. my show. And that when when two guys start fighting, the only people to break two men fighting are two men. Like yeah. there's just no way. Oh, your woman. And even Molly came and tried to help. Like, there's just no way that two women are going to break up two men. Yeah. And poor Issa is, keeps telling Nathan, be calm, calm down, calm down. Like, you're not helping by telling him to calm down because you just co-signing what the fuck
1: Lawrence just told him is to calm down. Yeah. And, and Nathan's a hothead. I mean, putting him, him being bipolar aside, he, he can get mad. The yeah. first time we was introduced to him, he got mad and he punched somebody and then ran away. Like he has somewhat of a temper. And so like Issa could wouldn't be the one, but she how well do y'all know each other? It comes to my point. Like Issa would have known she wouldn't be the one. It has to be guys. Like I think Torian was even trying. Yeah. To like pick them up. Like it's <sighs> Lawrence tall ass. And then Nathan just, he seemed like he is like skinny soul. Like, like, it, like it, just, it just wouldn't have worked.
0: Yeah. Nathan looked like he got that. Like, I think he would have knocked the shit out of Lawrence. No offense. Yeah. Lawrence got some fight because he's tall and big. But Nathan got that deep kind of anger that like, yeah. yeah. you know, and like, I also felt like she was pleading with him to calm down in a sense of like, she didn't want him to have an episode. Like she didn't want this triggering um like a manic episode for him so in my opinion when I saw her pleading with him to calm down it was too it was it it was a calm down to be like please like I need you to like really calm down because like the last thing I would want is for you to
1: have like an episode in here well (coughs) that but I also think that she does didn't want to see him get mad to the point where he hit somebody because she's seen him hit somebody before right so I think she's like, I know that you can get to that point, And I don't want you to do that either. Um, especially in a space where you know my friends, but like Lawrence has more friends here than you do. And mm-hmm. so like people are going to look at you like, who, the, who is this random dude causing a fight at this party type of right. thing? So I think that's what it was too. Yeah, and then I don't know what I don't know
0: why I like the end of the scene. I like the fact that Nathan was like, I need a minute, like I need a sec, like I need you to. And I felt bad that he yelled at her, but I think he was so like upset. He was I don't know. That was not I know I probably I don't read all the Twitter comments, but like I'm pretty sure people like why did he yell at her like that? The whole calm down, calm down, calm down. He was already fed up by the first calm down. And now you keep telling him to calm down and he keeps saying, I'm calm, I'm calm, I'm calm. You're amping him up to the point where well, now yeah. that last calm down was like, I'm calm. Yeah. Like, stop.
1: Like, why don't you tell him to calm down? Why don't you right. him to calm down? Like I'm not the only one that's fighting right now.
0: Yeah. I felt I I I felt bad for Nathan. I'm not gonna lie.
1: I mean, I, I think I'm at this, in this fight, I am not on Lawrence's side, nor, you know, like I can see both sides. I can see where they both went wrong. I think that Lawrence was a little bit more wrong in this, honestly, because he chose, he ambushed Issa and he chose, uh, it was disrespectful. Like, what did you want her to do in that, in that atmosphere when she's there with the guy that she's dating? Like What, 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 in a perfect world, what do you want her to do? Like, she can't even have this conversation right now. And I, I, I respect the fact that he's like, I don't want to leave here without saying what's on my mind and like getting that out there because apparently I didn't fight for you before and I should have done that. And I hate that it took his friend to say that for him to actually do that light a fire in his ass. But at the same time, I feel like all of these things were happening to him at once where he had the conversation with Condola and Condola's like, I just want you to be happy with whoever you happy with. Yeah. Um, I feel like the conversation with Chad happened. And then I think that he's realizing like, no, I'm really losing her. Like maybe he thought eventually they would get back together. They'd find their way back together. But once you put it into play and you see in person, this person is with somebody else and they're looking for apartments together. Like, Oh shoot. I might really be running out of time. Like, I need to, I I think he, he panicked and I think that that was what he came up with, but I, I don't know in a situation how that would have been, how that outcome, like, I don't know what outcome he was looking for in the sense where Nathan is still at that party with Issa.
0: Yeah. I was, in my mind, I'm like, okay. So his choice to let isa let him go i felt was valid in the sense of like i don't even think he knows how he's going to handle this situation so by isa breaking up with him he's like well okay it makes sense because i don't even know how this would go so okay fine so when i was like you kind of let life happen to you yeah but i think he had the right to let it happen because again he didn't know what he was going to do so this It kind of—I don't want to say it made the decision easier for him, but it kind of gave him room to figure his shit out, right? And I think
1: it was necessary,
0: right? So like now that he's figured, like he got his—he's back from and again, like how is he gonna be with her and then the baby and then San Francisco? Like he just had a lot to figure out. So now that he finally got settled, he got the co-parenting situation is good. Mm -hmm. I feel like now he's like okay now let me, you know, put some traction to getting ISA back. But like,
1: is right. it a little bit too late? Right. And I think that also, he probably also needed to figure out if him and Condola were going to end up being together. I feel like that last conversation of them saying like, I want you to be happy together, whatever. It's like, okay, this is definitely not going to happen because ideally you do want to end up with the person that you have the child with. So I think right. that he's like, okay, I'm not with Isa. maybe eventually I'm with Condola, like, I don't know, but I think they realize that they are just not supposed to be together, this whole co- co-parenting thing works, mm-hmm. but, like, them in a relationship is not something that's supposed to happen, but, um, yeah, I, when it's, when you're saying I think it's a little too late, I think that, and I think I've been saying this, I'm really afraid that A, she's gonna be like, I choose myself, or I think that she's gonna choose Nathan. I I do not think she's gonna allow, she's gonna give me the happiness um, by going the Lawrence route. I feel like she might feel like there's a lot of baggage there, it's a little messy, or it's just too predictable of an ending that, is what we want. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's the route that she's going to go. I I just I think that she might choose Nathan, um just because things are good, but I also think that she might choose herself and I hate that. I really do. I'm going to be punching air, okay? You know, and thank you for
0: that segue, Holly, because <laughs> now we're going to get into our predictions for the final, final episode of the series. Um, Because on this podcast, we talk about our predictions for the next episode. So I saw the preview.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure you saw the preview too.
0: It looked like
1: a generalization. It didn't feel like an actual preview.
0: Right. It looked like to me, and I could be completely wrong. This is why we're predicting. It looked like, because Tiffany's hair was not blonde anymore. Mm-hmm. she It was black or brown. Um, Issa's hair was different. Like, it looks like time has passed. Okay. And they came back for Molly's birthday. Okay. That's what it looked like to me. Because she looked in the mirror and she was like, well, what you gonna do about this situation? And then she also said, in the preview, like the, this whole time I thought it was whatever, whatever, but it was literally me holding me back from me. Right. So that could allude to what you're saying that maybe she chooses neither one of them.
1: And I hate that. I really hate that. Like, uh, I do. I think that Nathan is, is end all be all for her. No. Um, I think that a lot of stuff has happened with Lawrence where it's kind of hard for it to just be a nice like everybody wants a fresh relationship where you can just be one with each other there's no baggage and it's just nice and I feel like when you go back to something like that I mean they were together for five years before they first broke up and then Mm -hmm. all this crap has been happening so a while has passed like I I just feel like it's gonna be hard for them to be in a relationship that's nice um because of all of this baggage but I don't want her to choose her like I (laughs) I mean if the happy ending that we get is Tori and Molly then cool I I'm okay with that but I also oh I just I just I just I don't understand why why Issa and Lauren just can't (laughs) Ride off into the sunset and be happy. I think, like, it's just,
0: like, they would have to relearn each other at this at this stage in their lives. Yeah. Like, they can't fall back into, like, oh, I used to know. Because, again, he said, I'm different. And I believe he is different with the yeah. kid and everything. Like, he's a different man. Issa has changed, too, in her yeah. mentality, in who she is a, as a woman. They're both this time apart has changed the both of them. So now they have to relearn each other. Yeah. And they can't fall back on all. This is how we used to be five years ago. Well, it's been more than five years. Let's say seven years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's been seven years. Well, even I might be like eight or nine because you had that whole year or however long that they weren't together. Right. This this season. So it might. it's a, it's been a while. Right. So like do we really want, I mean,
0: if that's who your heart is, if that's your person,
1: that's what I'm saying. Love is love. And like I I just I I read this and I'm sticking with it. but like I watch these shows to escape reality. Right. So yes, if this were to happen in real life, I'm sure a lot of friends and all this stuff like that be like, girl is not for you but also Lawrence is not for you you should just choose yourself figure it out yes you probably should but like in me watching a television show that I just want good things to happen I just feel like love is love and like the love that Lawrence and and also Lawrence and Nathan Ooh. Lawrence and Issa <laughs> Lawrence and Issa um have shown each other through the years like the ups and the downs um him taking like he accepted the fact that she cheated and like now okay yes he had a baby like they've went through some shit but like isn't that sometimes that's also life and like right that's also what happens like that I just it could be the hopeless romantic in me but like I just feel like you have we can I think we have multiple soulmates in our lifetime and I feel like Lawrence is her person in a television sense, in a perfect reality television sense. Lawrence Lawrence is her person. And I just want people to end up with their people. Like That's all I want.
0: It's going to be interesting. And there's a part of me that feels like I don't think she and Nathan end up together at the end at all.
1: I don't think think at all.
0: Like I think this whole situation at that party was it for her.
1: I, I think that this whole situation at that party was it for him. I don't think ooh, that. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't think about that, Holly. Yeah. I don't think that the, the deciding factor of them being together is if she wants to do this, because I think that like, she is. So saying that, I think that what might actually happen is that Nathan is going to be the one to be like I don't think we should do this mm-hmm. and then that's going to force her to kind of choose herself and like to figure out life on her own cuz she's never had to do that right um but I think that's the direction now that's what I'm feeling in my heart I definitely feel like that's the direction that's going to happen I just I cannot I just don't feel like she's not she's not going to give it she's not going to do it she's not going to give me her and Lawrence <laughs> And I've come to that conclusion and I'll be crying next Sunday. Because the last morning. thing
0: I want is for him to break up with her and then she goes crying
1: back to Lawrence. like, I don't want to see that for her either. No, but I don't think it's going to, I if that were to happen, I don't think that she's going to like cry back to him. I just think that it's like a, you're different, I'm different. Let's figure out how to do this type of thing. Um Because hmm. I, I, I'm not happy when I'm not with you either. Like, I choose you and I want him to be like, and I choose you too. And they just together.
0: It could so be it's like, not a,
1: a, it's not girl,
0: you never know. And it could be like a whole type of, a different world situation where like, they just gonna have to figure it out together. They just gonna have to figure it out. So Dwayne and Whitley shit, they just gonna have to figure it out as time goes along. And they have a lifetime to learn each other.
1: Yes. I just want them to end up together, Issa. Please, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for joining Holly and I for the second to last episode of season one of Cued Up for the fifth and final season of Insecure. Before we leave, please everybody, I, you, we wanna wish Holly happy birthday oh thanks (laughs) her birthday's coming up in a day or two guys please flood her instagram holly hit or miss with nothing but positivity and wonderful birthday wishes
1: thanks getting up there in age knocking on 30 yeah girl let's not even talk about it no 30's cool it's cool being your therapist is okay. Well, I got one more year, so it's, it's fine.
0: It's <laughs> Anyways, guys, don't forget to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Holly Hit or Miss, or In Fashion. Wherever you're listening to this, Holly and I will be back next week for the final episode of Insecure. Holly, would you like to do a live reaction to this video, to this season? Ooh. That... Let- That could be, that might be a thing. We might be able to do that. Let me know, girl. Let me know. We might be able to do that. All right. Well, until next time, everyone, be safe. Please be safe. Yes. Have a
1: great Christmas, holiday, whatever you're celebrating, Kwanzaa. Enjoy it all.
0: Yes. Have a wonderful holiday. And we will be back next week. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. See you later. Bye.